Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. It is January 12th of the year 2020, and today is Saturn-Pluto Day. That's right. This is the day we've been waiting for that I've been talking about every week for the last year that you are probably bored of me talking about, but it is the one and only day and the one and only time that Saturn and Pluto were going to come together in exactitude. The last time they were together was 1983 or so. It was 1981, 82, 83. They kind of came together, separated, came together again at the end of Libra and early Scorpio. This is happening at 22 degrees of Capricorn. And here we are. This is the big day that we've kind of been waiting for and talking about and preparing for. So, lots to say. First of all, we had an eclipse on Friday. It was a lunar eclipse, and that eclipse was in the sign of Cancer. The moon was in Cancer. The sun was in Capricorn. The sun was not alone in Capricorn. It was with Mercury and Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter and the south node. However, the sun, Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto were all lined up ready to conjunct on that day on that eclipse on Friday. Now, what's happening is the sun was approaching and is still approaching Saturn and Pluto because the exact conjunctions of the sun with those two planets are really tomorrow. So what we we're experiencing today is Mercury conjuncting those two planets. So Saturn and Pluto are conjunct. Um, we have been working towards this because we have been shown where we have been limited. We have been shown what we needed to work on. We've been shown where our structures no longer work for us and we need to transform and transcend them. And that's Pluto's job. So it's a matter of looking at the limitation, looking at how you can transform it, doing everything in your power to transform it and empowering yourself to transform it and getting past your limitations any way that is good and comfortable and successful for you. Now, if you are someone who has Saturn Pluto in your chart, if you were born in 1983 or so, 1982, 1981 or, or 1947, 1946, then it's possible you are having a major event this week or in the last few days. Um, it is called a recurrence when a pattern in the sky matches the pattern in your chart. And so whatever you experienced with that recurrence, uh, if you were born in 1946 or 47 and then you know, we had the Saturn-Pluto in the early 80s, you had something happen there that was of great import and probably has a continuing story in these last months. What I have realized in talking to people and, and speaking to others and, and listening to their stories, I've realized that this last year, we've really been working hard to reach this point, to reach this Saturn-Pluto point. And it's been a lot of work. And that's Saturn. And Saturn has been a lot of work. And remember for a few months last year, on and off, Saturn came to the south node. And they met, and then they separated, and they met up again, and then they separated, and then they met up again in September. And I think it was at least three different times, and there were days of you know Saturn next to the south node. And that was really the awareness of the old patterns that we needed to allow to be released from our lives 
And remember I kept saying old patterns die hard, old habits die hard. Yes, they do. And it's really a complicated process to recognize, become aware and conscious of the old limitation, the old pattern that runs your life on a subconscious level. And you are a master on some level of your life because Saturn and Pluto are asking us to own our mastery. And in this past year, we've had to step forward and really recognize the limitations and where they're hurting our lives or they're making our lives difficult or where we just keep repeating the same patterns and we have to get past them. And so there's been a lot of work to do to do that. And there is there's a lot to be said for that. And I could probably talk for hours about that. But what I've noticed is that we've been working hard up to this point. Not that we're going to just suddenly roll over and go back to sleep, but we are so on the job now. And if you're like me, you say, ah, I'm not letting that interfere with my life anymore. That's a pattern, and I know it very well, and I'm going to become very conscious of how uh, this is operating in my life and when it shows up and how I can you know, navigate it out of my life and, and how I can transcend and transform it and own my power, empower myself. This is what Saturn and Pluto are showing us. Saturn and Pluto are always, always about empowerment. If you live with Saturn and Pluto in your chart, whether in this conjunction, like they are, or in a square or an opposition, a hard aspect, they are often uh, reminding you of how you need to step it up and own your power, which is often complicated or difficult or a lot of work. Saturn always wants us to work. And sometimes it takes a while to find a solution to that. It's also a resilience pattern. It's also a pattern where you own your power. You go, yeah, okay, I know, I know, but nothing's going to break me. I'm just, I'm going to just keep going and I'm going to make something happen in my life. People who have Saturn and Pluto can also get depressed. And it could, you know, this could easily bring them back down. I don't feel empowered. I don't feel powerful. I don't feel I have any power. I feel limited. And it's just, it's one of those things that you have to just see it and say, "Mm -mm, I'm not letting that get to me. And it's very complicated. It's very hard. You could, you could really, really not recognize what those are and how they affect your life and what those patterns are. Um, and it takes, and it requires a lot of energy to overcome them, but it's worth it because it does work. No one says that you're limited by your astrology. No one, you can't be limited by your astrology. You can't go, okay, well, sorry, you're a Saturn Pluto person and that's just too bad. <laughs> that's not what it's for. It's to transcend and transform your, your old, old habits. We're all born with something. We're all born with some stuff. We're all born with old past life stuff. We're all born with things that our families and our conditions gave us. And we are challenged to get past them no matter what they are, whether you have Saturn, Pluto or not. So today, Saturn, Pluto occurred at 11.22 a.m. Eastern time, which is 10.22 where I live. And before that, in the middle of the night, 4.51 a.m., 
Mercury, Mercury, the planet of communication, met with Saturn. And then um, Mercury, the planet of communication, met with Pluto. Like about an hour, uh, not even, 20 minutes later, 5, 11 a.m., 20 minutes later. So Mercury was breezing by those planets and touched on them. And there was an element of, you know, okay, so if it was that hour where you live, you're probably asleep, especially since it was Sunday. But if you were, it was in the middle of your day where you live, well, then perhaps you had a, a, a moment, a moment of acknowledgement or recognition or communication in some way. Um, so this has been a powerful, powerful few days. And I wrote a blog about it. So if you are interested in reading more about Saturn, Pluto, and the eclipse, I wrote a blog. And it's on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. It's under Astrologer's Thoughts. And you can scroll down to the bottom of the landing page and you will see the banner at the bottom includes Astrologer's Thoughts. And you can indeed... Um, click on that and find my blog. Um, you can also sign up for the mailing list on my website. However, um, I did give some tips in that blog and there are tips about, you know, what to do, what not to do, how to handle this energy, not to start any confrontations with anybody because it's just too convoluted, difficult to time. And it's not something that's necessary right now. So, um, have a look at that. One of the other things I said in my tips was to have gratitude for the wisdom that you are gaining right now, because obviously Saturn and Pluto, with all the work we've been handed and all the, the moments we've been handed with them in this last year, we have been given a lot of wisdom and we have to be grateful for that wisdom because if you're in a better place than you were, say a year ago, and you are acknowledging and being conscious of your energy then you are doing okay. And I highly, highly congratulate you because we've reached a milestone. So um, absolutely read the blog and, and have gratitude in your day. Have wisdom. Um, be grateful for your wisdom. Own your wisdom. Know what your wisdom is. And if you're still you know, going through it as we all are, you know, we're going to, Saturn is going to start passing Pluto. So all this time, Saturn hadn't reached Pluto. Saturn was behind Pluto. And then now Saturn is moving past Pluto. So tomorrow is a good example because, so, okay, here we go. Today, Mercury, the planet of communication, um, and thoughts and articulation and writing and speaking and all those, all those good things. Mercury hit Saturn. Then it hit Pluto. So that means Saturn was first, and then Mercury went breezing by Pluto. Okay, then tomorrow at 8.16 a.m., 8.16 a.m. Eastern Time, the Sun is going to go to Pluto. It's going to conjunct Pluto. So the Sun has been conjunct, but not exactly conjunct until tomorrow. The Sun hits Pluto at 8.16 a.m. tomorrow. First Pluto, then Saturn, because two hours later at 10.16 a.m., the Sun hits Saturn. And so what's interesting here is now Saturn is past Pluto. For the first time in all this time, there was none of that. It would have meant that the conjunction happened sooner, but it didn't. It didn't happen until this morning. So now we're watching Saturn be past Pluto, after Pluto, 
And you should start to see your accomplishments as a result of, you know, transformation. It doesn't mean that they aren't conjunct. They're still conjunct. They're going to be conjunct for a little while. It's not an exactitude as it was today, but now they are starting to separate. And we start to see that tomorrow morning. So this is very interesting because it means we are moving past everything that we experienced in the last year and we are starting to free ourselves up from these limitations because Pluto comes first and we are now, we've been shown the limitations, now we know how to work on them. What's going to happen is Saturn's going to keep moving, 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 and then later this year, later this year, and in, in the next couple of months, actually, not very far away, Saturn is going to go into Aquarius, which is the next sign after Capricorn, which means it's going to finish its journey from 22 degrees to 30 degrees of Capricorn and then go into Aquarius. It won't go very far into Aquarius. It'll go to one degree and then it will turn around and go retrograde. It will go back into Capricorn later this year and then eventually by the end of the year when it stations direct from being retrograde it will go into Aquarius for good. So it's going to finish up its journey in Capricorn. But in these next weeks it's going to be passing by Pluto and and saying goodbye like it's been nice we've had a good run and uh, Saturn will say so long Saturn when it goes retrograde will not come back to Pluto it will stay further away because Pluto will be retrograde at that point and if you don't know what a retrograde is it, it means that the planet appears to be traveling backwards from our vantage point on the earth planets don't really travel backwards but our perception is that they travel backwards and therefore we feel the energy as if it is um, you know it's a perception we we feel the energy as if it is a a um, the archetypal experience as if it's backwards so Saturn will move along and Saturn's going to keep going forward and pass through the rest of Capricorn and we are going to watch this experience um, as you know Saturn gets into Aquarius and starts to uh, give us a different picture and more on that in the coming weeks but most importantly tomorrow the sun hits Pluto and then it hits Saturn so we're going to really get a light you know the sun is light and we're going to turn that light on in the closet and so tomorrow's a very powerful day as well and then we start to move off this you know Mercury hit today the sun hits tomorrow and we move out of this realm of incredible power and incredible intensity and we start to calm down a bit and other things are going on as well so tomorrow we have that con two conjunctions and then we have Venus going into Pisces so Venus is leaving Aquarius tomorrow afternoon at 1 39 p.m. Eastern time and it will enter the sign of Pisces this is important because Venus is exalted in Pisces it likes being there it has a very good expression in Pisces so if you have Venus in Pisces um, that's a very lovely Venus and it usually means that things will indeed work out for you no matter how complicated they may be love wise or money wise but um, they do work out um, so moving right along that's tomorrow tomorrow you know the moon is going to be well the moon is in Leo so it, it left cancer where it had the eclipse it's now in Leo it's now going into Virgo tomorrow at 9.06 a.m. Eastern Time. So what were your experiences of the eclipse? Because I have to say, 
I had some really amazing stories come to me and it was a lunar eclipse and it was at the North Node. So the moon is now moving along and past the eclipse, but people told me things that happened that were powerful, that they felt they were falling in love, that they were um, making more money than ever before, that they were having mystical experiences, that they were um, engaging and changing their lives in a, in a profound mystical way. Um, lots of stories. And I thought, well, this is, this bodes well, you know, I, I kind of didn't expect that, but I thought that these were good things. I thought that, you know, they come with their complications, always falling in love, you know, comes with complications, making more money comes with complications. Um, maybe mystical experiences don't, <laughs> they're just amazing. Um, but you know, I think, I think that people are, are doing okay. And I was glad to hear that. I was, I was glad to hear that people were doing okay. So it's not impossible. This Saturn Pluto has made us more resilient. The eclipse made us more resilient. And we focused on connecting with people. And that's what Friday was about connection, connection to people. So if you got to connect with people this weekend, that's great. That was what this, this energy was about. And, um, when we move in a direction of connection with people, we start to, we just feel better. We feel more, you know, satisfied. So that was what the moon and cancer lunar eclipse was about. So then, um, as far as the rest of the week goes, it's less exciting <laughs> than it's been, which is probably okay. Um, Mercury changes signs also this week. So now we have Venus changing signs. We have Mercury changing signs and going into Aquarius at 1.30 on Thursday. So Thursday's the day that Mercury leaves Capricorn, finishes its tour of duty in Capricorn, and is not coming back to Capricorn until next year. And so Venus moves into her one of her favorite signs. Mercury does well in Aquarius because it's an analytical sign and it's an air sign and it is a sign about thinking and speaking and communicating and Mercury likes that. So Mercury likes being in Aquarius and maybe maybe you'll come up with a brilliant idea. So that's a very good thing. Um, Mercury will trot along in early Aquarius and then will square Uranus on Saturday the 18th. And that's at 3.32 a.m. Eastern time. So it's the middle of the night, but Mercury square Uranus is a, is a profound energy that makes us wake up and have epiphanies and be able to communicate with, with people on a creative level, um, be able to communicate our ideas on a profound level and also get very creative and also, you know, communicate with the divine on some level because it's Uranus and it's an outer planet and Mercury is is opening the channels of communication between ourselves and our greater, the greater picture, the greater collective. So if you ever feel like you need to tap into that collective wisdom, Mercury's doing that on next Saturday, the 18th, and that's a good time to do it. Um, so the moon is going to move out of the phase of the eclipse. Move, now what's going to happen is every time there's an eclipse, and there is no more eclipse for months, the, the eclipse gets kicked out, like the period of the eclipses gets kicked out um, when the next lunation occurs. This is the new moon on January 24th. So we've got like a good 
almost two weeks before the eclipse period gets kicked out. So the, the energy will wane. The energy of the eclipse will wane. But continue to connect with people because this is important. So the moon is moving away from the eclipse point in Cancer. And, you know, tomorrow we'll go into Virgo, stay in Virgo on Tuesday. Wednesday goes into Libra at 10.43 a.m. after being void for since 7.12 a.m. This is all Eastern time. So early in the morning it'll be void by the time you're rolling in your day if you live on the east coast or in the united states or in north america or actually south america too you'll be experiencing the void moon early and you'll get on with your day when it goes into libra now when it goes into libra which it will be wednesday thursday and then friday for a little while it's going to go void in libra 7:58 a.m eastern time and then not till 120 will it go into scorpio but the last aspects are going to be in you know early morning but in the middle of the night um it's gonna that moon is going to be in libra remember so it's going to square the eclipse point square saturn square pluto square the sun and square mercury so the first four aspects of friday morning in the wee hours 116 a.m. Um, it's going to be all those squares. So square in Pluto, square in Saturn, square in the Sun, square in Mercury. So all of it's going to sort of ricochet and hit all those planets like it did last week on Friday. It will. It was opposite, but now this is square. So just be aware of that because remember, you know, we don't kick out the eclipse of the 24th and here we are in the 17th a week before and the moon is going to tickle all of that all over again. So maybe you have a complicated night's sleep. Maybe you'll have some dreams. Maybe you'll have some, you know, epiphanies. But you need to be aware um, that those things can sort of make you feel a little ecliptic. <laughs> and also the fact that, you know, it's going to be hitting that Saturn-Pluto again. So, you know, Saturn-Pluto will still be relatively close together. Um, but... The moon moves very quickly, so in 45 minutes it will make its its square to Saturn, to Pluto, first Pluto, and then Saturn. So as we move into the weekend and into the new week, the moon goes out of uh, Scorpio on Sunday the 19th and into Sagittarius, which is lively and fiery. Um, it's going to spend the... 20th most of the day in Sagittarius but the 20th is important because we have another planet changing signs and that would be the sun so the sun is going to go into Aquarius at 9.55 a.m. Eastern Time or 8.55 Central Time and it will be the end of the sun in Capricorn so after tomorrow we'll start to feel that waning energy where the sun moves past the Saturn-Pluto, it will go start getting further and further away from it, and then a fresh step into Aquarius next Monday. So we're moving quickly here. Things are moving away. We're getting past, you know, what was a mountain to climb, which is what goats do, you know, in Capricorn. <laughs> goats climb mountains, and they are very agile about climbing mountains. If you've ever seen a goat on a mountain or on the side of a hill, they, on something that's very steep, they are able to conquer that. They're able to do that because of the way their body's built and their hooves are built. And So you got to remember what you've been doing in the last year, that you've been climbing towards something that is going to help you 
breakthrough in your life. Now, we're not finished. We're not finished because Pluto is going to get another roommate later in a few months. Pluto is going to get Jupiter. And this is going to be one of the most profound aspects of 2020. So we have a big, big, big year because Jupiter and Pluto are coming together for three times this year. Saturn and Pluto only met once, but they were they were dancing together all last year. And like I said, if you had a baby last year, they have a Saturn-Pluto aspect, even though it wasn't exact. So this is this is a different energy altogether. Jupiter-Pluto is bam. You wanted something, you got it. <laughs> if you wanted to manifest something, you got it. So this is the profound time to manifest. And I can't stress that enough. And that's what's going to be the next broken record on Deb's podcast. I told you all about Saturn Pluto. We've gotten here. We've reached the goal. We know what we have to do to transcend, transform. And now we're going to manifest once we transform. So this is very exciting. Jupiter is abundance. Jupiter on Pluto is major abundance. So if you are trying to manifest a wealthier life on any level, that is, this is the, this is the time to do it. It's in Capricorn for Pete's sake. It's the, it's a very material sign. So if you want abundance in your life, if you want more things, and I don't mean more material goods, I mean more abundance, abundance of love, abundance of creativity, abundance of unconditional support and love from those around you. This is the time to manifest that. And I don't mean buying a new expensive car or going out and spending a lot of money on junk. (sighs) I mean manifesting something really beautiful in your life that's going to help change your life. Um, Yes, wealthy people have Jupiter-Pluto. Many wealthy people have Jupiter-Pluto, but lots of people are born with that Jupiter-Pluto and they don't manifest wealth. They're maybe physical wealth. Maybe their wealth is, is a big heart. Maybe it's a deep sense of spirit. But the last time we had Jupiter-Pluto was 2007. And so think about the end of 2007, which I've talked about before on this podcast, and think about what it was like for you and what did you start then in December of 2007 that can now come to fruition this year three times Jupiter Pluto and so we're going to talk more about that so we still have lots to talk about on this golden astrologer podcast there's lots of things to look at but right now in these next days we're watching the sun pass over Saturn and Pluto and tomorrow remember it's first Pluto then Saturn all along it's been Saturn and then Pluto now it's you know Saturn is the faster moving planet but as we say in astrology, the slower moving planet always wins. So that's Pluto. So Pluto is very um, powerful, intense, passionate, deep. And so t- I advise you to take tomorrow's sun to Pluto and sun to Saturn and go deep within yourself and connect with something powerful. Connect with your power. Connect with the universal power available to all of us. And that's going to truly truly bring you abundance in your life the divine universal energy whatever you want to call it um i call it that (laughs) um so if you want to connect with that that's great that's a good thing to do when the sun comes to pluto so that being said we're we're coming rounding down rounding winding down the hour here the half hour and 
that's this big story. Today was Saturn Pluto. Congratulations to all of us for reaching this goal, reaching this milestone, reaching a point of recognition of the things we want to do and change and the changes that are happening and the wisdom that we are gaining from all of it. And so no matter what your path, you are gaining wisdom right now. You should know that. So um, that's it. We're finished for this week. I wish you a beautiful week. If you want to learn more about the aspects we're having, I advise you to go look at my Saturn Pluto video that is on YouTube on the Golden Astrologer channel. Have a look at my uh, video you can buy for $15, which is the year ahead 2020. The year is not over. I go through every important aspect and we've got them all the way up until December. So you can go to my website, go to thegoldenastrologer.com book online, click on that and scroll down and you will see where you can purchase my video for $15 and I will send you the link to watch it because it's very dense. It's, I explain things in great detail. Um, it's 75 minutes long and it, you will learn a whole lot by watching this video. So good. Go get that video and study your astrology for the year ahead. And I can tell you that this should be a lighter week. We should start to see things shift. So that doesn't mean we can slack off on our work. We just need to keep moving. My name is Deb McBride. My podcast is The Golden Astrologer, as is my website, as is my Instagram. If you want to see me on Twitter, it's at Deb Astrology. And I have been an astrologer for over 30 years. So if you have any questions and if you would like to share what your experience of the Saturn-Pluto was like and what your experience of the eclipse was like, please drop me a line, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. I am grateful to all of you for listening. Have a beautiful week and a lovely night.